Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I was just saying, Tim, is I don't think it's very cool to objectify a woman like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, this Thanks, Joe. Hold, you wait. What is this? Minute. Hold on for a second. <laughs> can anyone hear at the numbers seven, eight, and nine? Fifteen, twenty-four. Where'd you get fifteen? Seven and eight. Yeah, he's. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's always fun to talk about maths and like, how would you do this? You yeah, know, yeah. 40, it's always fun. 47 <laughs> times 3, how would you do it? How would you do it? I'd do 50 times 3 minus 9. Why? Because that's how I would do it. You just oh, asked me how nine. I would do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I would do 40 times 3, then 7 times 3, then add them together. That's more complicated. <laughs> that is way harder. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> Hello, everybody. And uh, we've got a special guest here. It's Joseph Moore. He's back again. We thought it was important to um, have him on as we kiss... Farewell to Furious Seven. I feel bad because the previous times I've come on this podcast, I'm, I, I've gone on record as being no fan of Eight and Nine, yeah. um, or, or less of a fan. And I was talking this one up so much, you know. And I was yeah, like, you really I'm did. so excited for you guys to be able to watch, yeah, um, yeah. W- what I consider the, you know, probably the peak of the series, uh, five through seven. Um, and then I was disappointed to hear when I was talking to you recently, guy. I was like, how about it? You're like. It's off to a rough start, mate. I'm not going to uh, lie. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, we, I think, also feel guilty in that our... Um, I'll be right back. Okay. I'm just going to check these cameras. Our initial uh, union with the movie was a challenge. It was on a double feature day. We finished F8 and then climbed straight into F7 in the middle of a comedy festival. So yeah. we're not we're not being generous as lovers with the movie. And then I will say it was a, it has been and was a sort of... Um, it was peaks and troughs. It was like a toxic relationship. You know, right. the, the highs were dizzyingly high. You think it's going to feel like this forever. And the lows, you're wondering, how do I get out of this? That double feature is interesting. I have a, um, uh, there's a kind of a contention in my otherwise perfect uh, marriage uh, where uh, if, we're, <laughs> if we're binging a, a series. A TV series? A series, yeah. Um, my rule is between seasons, you have to take a few days off mm. because the cast and crew did yeah. you know um <laughs> and like we've got to kind of recreate the vibe of years passing you know a mm. year passing yeah and um re- the reset and laura's always like 
all right, season four, episode twenty is finished. Let's get into. I'm like, no, no, no. This is you got it. I yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. Yeah, I have uh, funny little um, bugbears about things like that. Where <laughs> I do, I feel like at least the night, at <laughs> yeah. least the night. Yeah, give you them a break. Just dive into the next. And season. this, and this is what maybe got seven off to a bad start with you because well, what you should have done is gone back in time a night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have. Yeah, we should have time traveled to the day before and watched. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the proper way. The to time travel it. does not exist, but it, it probably will in Fast Eleven. But um, well, I mean, you. Well, I mean, spoiler. Joe's seen Fast Ten, and we did posit that. Uh, time travel would be like the new vehicle. Yes. And it seems it isn't again. Sorry, man. No, nah, it's all good. It's all good. Probably for the best. But it They've is. They've got a big metal soccer ball, though. That's cool. Yeah. Easy, easy. Like Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, essentially. E- easy on the sport. Can we. Can, I mean, hypothetically, we could only get spoiled the way we're doing these movies if they released a prequel to the first Fast and the Furious and someone watched that and told us about it. Arguably, Fast 10 should already be canon absorbed into our experience of watching the Fast and the Furious movie. I mean, I love where your head's at. (laughs) Now that there's a a new one set after the ones you've seen watching in reverse, you've really boned yourselves in in this whole thing. We're trapped in no man's land. But but that kind of weird chronology um, is very true to the Fast uh, universe, as we were discussing in the movie today. Well, I, I... Tim seemed to take all of that information in stride like it wasn't confusing at all i could not get my head around well what not that it was it was confusing but i knew that there was lots of actually i did understand it but i was aware there's a lot of fucky timelines in this franchise that are going on so we've got films that are separated in terms of release date by years and many movies in between them that sort of happened simultaneously yes and so well, this one and you, you guys saying, you guys were getting confused today like how do they know han died yes um but that's because another movie that you haven't seen yet it is where you see it happen. But so you also, see them get the phone call, but that happens during the timeline of this seven. movie. Damn. I also keep forgetting the funeral they're at is Han's funeral. Like, who's <laughs> who did you think it was? I, do, I was just like, an oh, old yeah, pal. We're, we're at a fucking funeral. <laughs> who's, okay, whatever. Well, because there's so many. Sorry, miles guys. from high school. Because <laughs> because we are going backwards, Joe. This is the thing. It's like there will be bits of information where it comes up, and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that's from. Five or six or one or three or two or four. Those are the other movies. Who's who's in the control room? Who's got all of this? You know, like who's got this mapped out in front of them? Like, because the 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 Tokyo Drift, which was the third movie that they made, yes, is set either alongside or just before what we've just watched. It is it is set between six and seven. That is, (laughs) I mean, how did they? How's the confidence to be like making your third movie and and and, we, and this will be like in the world of the, or this will be the it, seventh film? Or is it is it a case where they made one and two and then they were like, now for something really special, here's lots of years in advance, and then it went well, and they were like, we can pad some of them between. No, no, it's it's set, it's set pretty much immediately after the. It's not very thoughtful for people who are doing it the way we are. It's actually pretty... It's, <laughs> it's disrespectful. It's pretty inconsiderate. If you want to consider canon, because they never say what year it is, um, yeah. but like considering... Like two, I always base it on the iPhones. Two, two is set in, what, 2003. Um, um, so Tokyo Drift is, was made, I think, 2005 or 2004. Um, is set in present day. And these happen before that. What does we that simply mean? What does we, present day mean? Well, present day in two thousand and four. Okay. We simply must assume 
that all of these movies are set around 2003, 2004. <laughs> they are the months of July 2003, <laughs> August 2003. It, do you know what? It's actually, it's not, um, it's quite fortunate that we've immediately gotten a sort of timeline and trying to map it out because yeah. we closed our last episode, uh, Joseph. Yes. We were trying to solve for, I would keep describing her as that Scandinavian woman. I was mortified at the start of this movie to discover that Elena is uh, South American. I'm pretty sure Brazilian. Oh no, I know Brazilian because... Okay. Because they meet her in Brazil. Spoiler alert. Uh, right. You can meet a Swedish person in Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is Unheard this. Of. In, She's so, got a pretty okay. emotional ba- Brazilian backstory. Okay. Talk to me about this. Well, she doesn't bring up again. F7. <laughs> Talk to me about this. F, F7. It's, yeah. um, it's suggested, heavily implied, that there is a, a history shared between Vin and Elena. Yeah. In F8, Vin discovers... As a catalyst for action in the whole movie, that Elena is has been pregnant with his child and has given birth to her son. Yeah, their son. Yeah. What is the ti- What is the timeline? We've got to assume that all ten movies take the place over about three months. <laughs> but it takes nine months to bake a baby. <laughs> well, okay, they they take little breaks, you know, to to go to the Dominican Republic, uh, the, and, the, and which we also just want to button sidebar the Domin I Can Republic, which we'll, I would love to come back to. But I do really want to try and see if we can get into the the actual what is a, a logical solution in terms of the way that their romantic dalliance, the timelines alongside okay. Dom and Letty. Because oh, I don't understand this, how they could have tied us in knots. How much? Look, how much do you want me to get into? Like, let's let's break this down into months, okay? Okay. So, without spoiling too much about what happens yeah. in what you consider to be future films, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> your version of future films. Dom and Elena, Elena meet. Uh, I'm going to say January. Okay, after Letty suffers amnesia, or is assumed dead. Is is assumed dead? You figure that one out. Letitia yeah. Ortiz. Yeah, yeah. They think she's dead. Um, he's so he's like. All right, I've got time to move on. I'm I'm going to meet this um this Brazilian babe. I'm going to uh, he- hear her harrowing backstory. Hear her harrowing backstory once only. Um, so let's say they're they're boning by February. Okay, fast six. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's. But so they're broken up by March, fast seven. Okay, <laughs> sounds like a James Roque bit. <laughs> yeah, but and what? Or and, a so David Gray song. Is he got? He's got so slow. Boning, he's got so slow boning, release. So they're boning in February. Sperm. <laughs> no, is that I, what you're I telling think, me? No, if anything, he's got, the, fast. he's got the he's got the lentils let him, come. Let him do the math. <laughs> if let anything, man. if anything, it's fast um, <laughs> and furious. <laughs> so she's making this baby in three, four months. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so okay, March. So they've had sex in February. Feb. They're broken up in March. Yeah, but come April. Well, come come February, um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and in April you'll have a baby. <laughs> So what, Elaine is pregnant, unknowingly pregnant in this movie. I got to, yeah, yeah. So they must... She's pregnant in the whole not, movie. And she's not showing at all. She doesn't know she's pregnant? And they've just finished having sex before this movie starts. Yeah, yeah, like right before the credits. Okay, that's <laughs> right what Right before we, he goes to race okay, wars. That's, that seems pretty nasty to Letty because he's in a car with Letty at the start of this movie. He's just finished well, having sex. But he would have only just discovered she's alive because I assume that's what happens I at would, the end of... I would say he stops having sex with... Her about halfway through six. So you and I'll tell you. Oh, that's when Letty turns up alive. I don't want to ruin it for well, you guys. Well, well you have. Feels, well done. You put this, your fucking foot. <laughs> in no, it. this is reverse engineering, and this feels important to kind of understand this movie. I feel like we can dig a little bit. Okay, in. what do you want to know? Well, I'm assuming so. Just based on all the clues we have, including a little bit of hat tip from you, yeah, that 
Letty is assumed dead until halfway between half halfway through six, and that's when she turns up alive. So that's the bit. And where that's going to be tricky for Dom, uh, Dom isn't it? It's going to be. Yeah, it. it is. Well, it would be it would be only made more complicated if he found out that he'd impregnated his new love. And yeah. not only that, but Letty is alive with and, amnesia, and he so will in find some that out. Still dead. In Fast Eight, three weeks after Fast Six. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So He's what we destroy so, half so London. Elena is pregnant the whole time in this movie. Surely she must. She has to be. She has to be. Yeah. But ha- the, but the key to me is that she doesn't know. Question mark. Is wow. she seen drinking alcohol in this film? <laughs> no, she's seen being blown out of like the seventh story of a building. Yeah, and so it's got. I don't know too much about babies, but I think the earlier, the smaller the. You think the baby Fetus. grows over the pregnancy? Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. Um, but the smaller it is, the more it can sustain, like the bullets. Cl- yeah, like the fir- explosion. The further away it is from seven-story building from your skin, as long yeah. as you're cushioned by the rock when you fall onto the car. So, so I mean, I, I would imagine landing on the rock would be harder than landing on a car. No. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't think there's a lot of give on that body. No. Not a lot of give on a car, but I think you're right. They're pretty tired. Like, you're no better off landing on the rock. If they were to George Lucas, like, retrofit these movies, they would put in a scene where Elena's, like, throwing up. Yeah. In, in the morning on the way to uh, um, get blown out of a hospital. And, yeah, so, so and then between... Or gets nervous about missing or when, a Or when she visits um, the rock in the hospital, there'd be a scene where she quickly nips into another room. And she's yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. And so, the, and... Give me a... In get, between, get the stirrups out, Doc. Yeah, get so, the stirrup. What is she doing in there? What? She's, she's going to the gyne- She's going to the gynecologist. Oh, I see. Gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who's what? Do, do you think they spot the embryo up the <laughs> vagina? <laughs> I felt like that's what Joe was kind of getting to. Like, I think I might be pregnant. I better get to a gynecologist <laughs> to check. You know what? <laughs> Maybe that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you yell up the vagina. You go, you echo, echo. I know you pee on a stick. Do you not? You've had a baby. Do you not like go for? I a didn't dump? personally, but go on. Do you know? Do you not go for like a double check, like a real good? Yeah, you go for a it's scan. An ultrasound. You go for a scan, but they no do stirrups? that over the belly. Yeah, no stirrups for that one. <laughs> Are you ca- if, if you want, if you want, you can go stirrups. Well, it's yeah. not even really your call. Um, oh, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> look, the main thing. <laughs> this has become a biology podcast. <laughs> Three of the most unqualified people talking so, about pregnancy. I, so, okay, so I feel... We were right, is the important bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we cracked it at the end of the you've last You've satisfied our, our quest for knowledge pertaining to that pregnancy timeline. Can I dive into our notes? Because I took so many... I, and this is why, sorry, it's just yeah. quickly, it's why no one in Fast and Furious Universe knows about um, pregnancy or babies. And that's why it's so important to them that as soon as one of their friend has a child... They need to remove him from their life <laughs> <laughs> and never see them again. Yeah. It and was you need fun. to get Charlie so, Puth and Wiz Khalifa to write a song this, about it. This centers around um, the fact that if you take this film in isolation from the real world events of Paul Walker, uh, unfortunately dying, what happens in the Fast and Furious franchise, a franchise famed for loving nothing but family at the top of the pyramid of you know priorities, uh, as soon as one of them has a kid, he's like, fuck it out. You're out. <laughs> he's out of here. Drive away. I never and, want to see you then, again. And then goes on to name his son after the baby. Yeah, Vin, yeah Dom Vin does. does. Yeah, like, yeah. In remembrance of their friend who became a father and yeah, had to leave. Tim, you've had a baby and and I see you probably slightly less. Uh, well, I was going to say, you be- guys mourned my loss from the friendship group, right? Yeah, and when if I, I have a baby, a I will name it Tim. <laughs> Little <laughs> Tim. To remember, Little Tim. Tim. To remember that Tim also has a baby. <laughs> <laughs> who is now a toddler. 
and and God willing, one day I'll be um, living in a farm and giving him drills on what to do if bad guys turn <laughs> up and where to hide in the trap. Door. Yeah, yeah. Now, can I ask you this, uh, Joe? When's the last time you're a Fast Seven fan? You think this yeah. is the second best movie in the Fast and the Furious universe? I have told you that, haven't I? Yeah. Is that? Do you stand by that? I think so. Um, getting older, I have the the early ones have started to resonate a little bit more with mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, Pure nostalgia? The, uh, or is it's the simplicity of the storytelling. and God, I'm looking forward to that. And when you go back, uh, the escalation was so fun, but when the kind of, when the like, allure of that escalation is gone and you look at them as a kind of, as a whole, as an individual piece, one is pretty goddamn solid. Right. Oh, wow. And if it were me, I'd watch it as many times as I could. Well... <laughs> Not the path we took. <laughs> Not the path we've chosen, yeah. But so when's the last time before today that you'd seen Fast 7? I've probably seen Fast 7 all up in my life eight times, I'd say. Wow. Um, just, I probably just beat you yeah. in this. I do own the Blu-ray. Um, I think the last time I would have been the first lockdown when I watched. Um, you did all of them. I did all of them with my um, beautiful wife. Could I ask you a quick, sorry guy. Did you, take, did you take a night off between screenings? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that was a week. <laughs> Can I ask you a Blu-ray question? Yeah. Do you watch the Blu-rays of stuff that you own? Yeah. Do you see the difference between streaming stuff and Blu-ray? Yeah, I think so. I think it. Oh, well, I, no, not necessarily actually, because streaming can be in 4K sometimes in Blu-rays. What if we 1080p, got 1080p? It's way shitter 4K though. Yeah. What if we got identical screens up and you guys didn't know? I could. Abs- Joe and I would be able to tell instantly yeah, which one was the of, Blu-ray. We're a couple of movie instantly. Hogs. You reckon? A hundred percent. I put money on it. I would put money on it too. Would you like? I'll lend you the blue. I've got all. I've got the rest. I don't have a Blu-ray player. Back. I don't have a Blu-ray player. I got. I got a PS4. I never use. You can have that. What? Who's this guy? <laughs> Throwing away Blu-rays. He's a man PS4. who loves entertainment. Absolutely. Man, he appreciates entertainment. Not that much. I've done he? about. I'd say <laughs> He's not six to PS4. seven hours research, including Excel spreadsheets this year on. Um, Ditching streaming services and going to a... <gasps> You've got a spreadsheet for this? Well, I'm just like, how much am I spending annually on spreadsheets? Oh my God, run me through that. On spreadsheets. How much am I spending on, on spreadsheets? spreadsheets. Uh, I've got Excel Pro. <laughs> 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 how, how much am I spending on um, streaming services uh, if I ditched all of them and like gave myself a budget for oh, how many yeah. m- movies I'd like to watch a year if I just bought them? Or went to the cinema. Yeah, yeah, or went, yeah and just kind of add that. You add look, that what up. do you lose? It? You're losing TV if you do that. You are, but I don't know. Is there any good TV? Some of it's can, all right. Have you seen, there's a show there's, called Guy Montgomery's Guy Spelling Bee. Yeah, that's on. Actually, you get that for free. Yeah, you do, exactly. I mean, there are ways of obtaining the odd thing, and then you just, yeah. you buy things. Talk about these ways of obtaining. I mean, I, I simply couldn't, uh, but it involves God's eye. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you got to <laughs> hack into a CCTV footage above someone else's TV. <laughs> Hack into a webcam, <laughs> <laughs> see on a reflection someone's playing. You remember when Tokyo you used to? When I, I remember like watching a, a, a an illegal download of Scary Movie Two, and it's clearly someone just set up a camera on a tripod in a cinema. Yeah, hat cams. Seeing like the silhouettes of people standing Man, up and like walking. We need to bring back the dark art of hat cams because some of them were pretty good, and I believe that like in America somewhere. There were places where you could plug headphones in because people were getting good audio in those hat I cams. Think, uh, yeah, a lot of them come from the projection booth. People, uh, people pay off them and get the feed right. from the audio. Uh, I remember, some. Of, I have formative experiences with some of those things. A camera rip of Superbad that I downloaded oh, yeah. before it came out here, I watched so many times and it had the audience laughing in it, but that just made it... Even better. Like I just saw how hard it was hitting with yeah. that room, and I was so excited. And I went eventually came out in the cinemas. And I went and watched it with a 
dog shit New Zealand audience. Oh, um, you're like, you fucking Philistines. <laughs> you don't appreciate what you're yeah, watching here. Yeah. I mean, you were, you were laughing at all the, you were hitting all the same laughs. Yeah, I'm like, well, me and, me and the guys in Minnesota love, <laughs> <laughs> love this scene. So you guys have it all wrong. <laughs> uh, well, we've crossed off the timeline thing, which was my top priority. Okay. We need to, um, before we forget. I think by the end of this, you, I would like to see a calendar from you guys. Yeah. And just condense this down as tight as it possibly could be. How many days is each thing taking? How many days do you think this movie is set across Furious 7? Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. Um, honestly, like 10. 10 days? I reckon about a week and a half. Okay. Yeah. What do you Because th- they do travel a bit. Like okay, so Dom right- says he's going to... What does he say? He's going to London, but he goes via. No, he goes. He say, "I'm going to Los Angeles." Los and Angeles. the next thing you know, you see Dom in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so right. funny. Uh, so, Race Wars is on a Monday. Yeah, that's the start of the movie. Yeah, well, the start of the movie is maybe on a Sunday night when uh, Deckard Shaw is in London, yeah, yeah. blowing up oh, a hospital. That's true. <laughs> that's but a that Sunday. could be happening simultaneously because that's in the UK. Yeah, and then you got Race Wars. Race Wars is going on from Race Wars. Uh, Liddy, they, they, they that night. They go to the graveyard, and then the next day, Dom is visiting Mia. Oh, no, then the next day, is it's the morning, and Brian's dropping. So uh, we're on Monday. So now we're on Tuesday. Tuesday, there No, because you said Race Wars on Sunday? No, no, Deckard Shaw's on Sunday night. Race Wars on Monday. Why aren't they happening at the Deckard same Shaw time? Deckard Shaw needs time to go to Japan and kill Han real quick. Yeah. Oh, that's a point. Oh, yeah, true. So he has to get so from the UK race to Race Wars Tokyo. on Monday. I reckon the- he hightails it, though. He goes out of the hospital into a plane. Yeah, to to get to Tokyo, so call that twelve hours. Wow, no, but we know because uh, I don't know if you remember the opening. That's a twelve hour flight. You got you got to check in two hours before the private. Plane leaves. He's flying private. He's, he's he used also to be SAS. He's got a really nice apartment in London that we see at the start of Hobbs and Shaw. I just can't imagine after a big da- a big night like that, blowing a hospital <laughs> up. He's not going to go out, get on the piss, have sex with some floozy, yeah, as is his want. And then wake up the next morning, pull himself a pint of bitter at the local pub. Then he's getting on the plane to Tokyo to kill her. Tuesday it is. You're right. Okay. Then on Tuesday, there the family house blows up, and they will. Get wait, wait. But he's got to mail the bomb from Tokyo. Oh, after, the after mail he, after he kills um, Han. We assume he's paying for express. Yeah. So, but that's, that's that, forty eight hours though. At least. at least, I'd say three days at a minimum. Really, that's not on a plane. Door. That's that's on a boat. What sure. do you mean? Well, to get to get through security, you've got to like sneak that onto a shipping container, right? Because it's an explosive. Yeah, you're right. How far can a helicopter? So that's fly? six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've fucked it. <laughs> I'd love. And to Elena it. should be showing by now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. In, the, in, be, in, be, in between that and when the bomb arrives, it's uh, is Captain Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, so I mean, if they had a camera on the boat, there's the, the boat with the bomb on it traveling to the US is going this way, and yeah. then there's another boat going the other way. And if they film the camera, you know, sometimes in movies, it's like the camera captures the action happening, and then you follow that camera onto the yeah. other boat. Yeah. Then you're in Captain Phillips. Okay. I don't know how we get back to Fast and the I Furious. think a few things can be solved by the fact that Deckard Shaw is very well connected of in course. the criminal underworld. And yeah. so I think he can get that by ear. Okay. Call that 54 hours, okay. two and a half days. Right. Okay, so, we're, so it's on the doorstep we're, Thursday Thursday evening. Thursday evening we're on Although the doorstep. it's very bright out And we see Brian take the it's kid the morning. to school No it's another morning He's taking he's taking oh. him to the school the day before So it's got to be a weekday If we start on a Monday It's got to okay, be a weekday I reckon it's Thursday The yeah. bomb is at the house Okay yeah. Thursday yeah. yeah So then the bomb explodes uh, Then we are going to, to Well Dom's going to Tokyo right Alright that's a 12 hour Yeah 
But doesn't he go not via? Not from LA. From LA? LA, you get LA. It's like flying from here to Perth. I reckon you could get there on the same day, roughly the same time. Yeah, but even. more like a nine-nine-hour flight. LA to Tokyo. I'm going to call it seven. I think the time zone works against you when you I go. I think it's seven Hawaii to um, Tokyo. Have you? Have you? I looked this up. Called, I um, there's. I was in Hawaii and there's a large so, number of Japanese tourists and and I was like, oh, is it for something? I was stupid. And I was like, it must be close. That's why. What's LA to Hawaii? And, and three. Three hours. LA to Hawaii is five. It's oh, five. Okay, yeah. five plus seven, 12, if it's a direct-ish. So we'll call it 12. So now we're Thursday. So we're Friday night. He's in Tokyo Japan. to meet up with Lucas Black. Cool. So that's that Friday night taken care of. Yes. Also, why is he there again? We, we know a little bit of what he does. Who? Oh, through for, Tokyo Drift. Through Tokyo Drift. That Texan guy. He's um, Dom. He's got to have a quick race. Oh, right. my God. While well, that adds there. another fucking day. <laughs> So with that line he says where he's, because there is a little, I've always says, noticed Damn, that. I knew you were fast. And, and said, he who says, who says American, American power can't drift? Can't drift. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so what, they've just it's had a race. race. Yeah, yeah. Is that satisfying as a fan of the franchise watching it in the traditional order? To know what that race was all about? Yeah. So, <laughs> is it? That was, that was exciting, oh, yeah. Something will, it, do you think, will it hit the same for us? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, just we'll take a break from the timeline to ask, do you see any merits in the way that we're doing this? <laughs> As a fan of the franchise, I guess it's a social experiment. Which is there is there any way we could unearth or experience something in a way that you wish you could have? Um, like one of the things that's always I love about this f- franchise is the worst co- idea of all time. Um, yeah, yeah, and, sure. and and in another way, the um, Fast and Furious, the uh, is their commitment to canon, and yeah. and the way that they will un um retro retroactively unpack everything like or, or pack everything to make it all work when, yeah. it, when they don't need to they could have they could have forgotten tokyo drift existed yeah and so i guess there might be something satisfying to look at that and feel like this was all supposed to it's happen. like it's like reading a detective novel backwards yeah 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 and, and often detective novels are, are written backwards yeah right but oh, they're okay. traditionally read forwards <laughs> 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 Friday, Tokyo. Not, not in um, Israel. No? No, where, where is it? Are you going left to Japan? right to left? The places that read. Yeah, that's <laughs> Arabic and, and Japanese. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so Friday. <laughs> not in Tokyo. That's why that movie's out of order. <laughs> yeah. Nice, 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 nice. We're in Tokyo. It's Friday night. Yes. We've had a race, which transpires um, in fulsome form in Tokyo Drift, but that's by the by. That happens, and then so what is he there to get? That is confusing. Oh, that that is confusing. So then we go from Japan. So Dom now travels from Japan on yeah. Friday. So stay. He, he stays over that and night. And he goes and home then for on a funeral. Saturday, he's back for a funeral. The funeral is maybe at the earliest Sunday evening. No, it's in the day because it's light out. Well, is he back in time for that? Is it yeah. so, do we reckon Sunday day? He's on a red eye. Fuck, he, man. He, he hasn't gets had a lot off the of sleep, eh? This <laughs> is all out of sorts. Okay, Sunday's at the funeral. I'm surprised he can drive that well on so much yeah, plane and, sleep. And he's, well, how many coronas has he had in the plane? Fucking heaps, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. He drank the plane drive coronas. I hate the way he drinks his beers. Well, that, like, we'll get to it. So okay. We won't. I have to we say won't. it now or You're we right. won't. He holds them, he clenches the neck by the fist, which just warms the neck. It means by the time any of the beer is getting out of the bottle into your mouth, it's warm. It's one of the most ridiculous. Okay, no, I disagree with this. He has a big hand, and I'm going to guess a hot hand. Now, um, (laughs) if he's holding that Corona by the body of it, you know, not the neck, he's warming that whole beer in what, one, 
two minutes. He's. He, uh, I'm. I, you don't have to hold. You don't have to have your hand closed around everything you touch. By swing. By sending. <laughs> by this is sending, how Dom Toretto texts. <laughs> Maybe. And let the record state, guy is holding his arm fully extended <laughs> with a phone in it. By by holding it in the neck, he's sending the, the liquid quickly through that neck, giving it the least amount of time. Um, Have you ever drunk a beer like that? No. Why not? Because <laughs> my hand's cold. No, why, but why else not? <laughs> because I'm a normal guy. Yeah. <laughs> but... Dom isn't normal. <laughs> if you got he's, a big hot hand, he's, yeah, he's, he's Sunday funeral. Yeah, he's got. He's, he's a standoff with Stath on the Sunday. Yes, okay. he meets Mister Nobody. Mister Nobody takes him away. So that's that night, Sunday night, is yeah. that underground fight with Sunday Stath. through Monday. Yeah. So on Monday, Monday, Monday afternoon at the latest, they're heading to Azerbaijan. Oh fuck! I forgot we're going to Abu Dhabi. Later, later. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. God, okay, so so we've had a week now. We've had this is the eighth okay, so day. We've got one now week. we don't need to worry about airport stuff because by now they've got full military support. Yeah, yeah right, they've got the CIA's support through Mister Nobody, so we assume they're on like military no checks. We're yeah, good. Yeah. So this is like fast travel and games. Yeah, so yeah, they're straight to Azerbaijan. But still, what's that flight? Come on, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say eight hours. Cool. To, yeah. Especially, I, mean, I feel like military stuff could go quicker. Who's too. using the Concorde at the moment? You know, they, they, they retired those after they crashed. <laughs> nah, Mister Nobody's got access he's to everything. Concord, yeah. You reckon he's got a Concorde? Yeah, yeah. Every time you see Mister Nobody's walking through some huge warehouse with like thirty cars, it's just... so funny to me if it was a, a supersonic passenger jet rather than like a stealth, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, modern day if the thirty-five or whatever. So they get, anyway. they got, they got another. They, I mean, they they drop into Azerbaijan. Yeah. Okay, so eight hours. So hold on, sorry. We'll keep tracking. So Monday night, Azerbaijan. Maybe sleep it off. It's very broad daylight when the party's going. Are they staying the night in Azerbaijan, or have, are they? Is that where they get the car? Is that Azerbaijan, or is that? That's Abu where they meet Ramsey. Yeah, I think. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're yeah, loading. Yeah. Those, I think they're loading those cars onto that military jet in in um, California, where Fuck. the base is. At nightfall, they arrive in Azerbaijan and by day, Monday and they're flying night. straight to um, Azerbaijan. So they arrive at the Monday midday. Zone. At midday on Monday. They are jumping out of the plane. Like LA local. We'll kind of track everything in LA local. We'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be like. So Monday day, they land. <laughs> so they it's taking them a week to get there. Ramsey, Pacific, Pacific um, time. St- yeah, Pacific PST. Time. <laughs> so then. Pretty standard time. <laughs> yeah. Or is it PST? Is it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it post traumatic stressful disorder time? <laughs> they go from uh, Azerbaijan to Abu Dhabi, which I'm going to say four hours. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm bad at geography. They're there, they're there by Tuesday, and they get oh, right close. on the east of kind of Europe. Right? They're, they're, oh, they're, they're there by Tuesday, and they get straight into the party. And that party's Tuesday having day, in the daytime. So party. Tuesday day, they get it out. That how not- quick is Ramsey to roll with the punches? Get, she's yeah, been kidnapped. Yeah. She gets rescued on Monday night, and by Tuesday, she is an integral member on of the Tuesday team. night. They're giving. So on Tuesday night, they're giving. God's eye to Mr. Nobody. Uh, three-hour flight from, um, Thank from, you very much, from Joe. Baku to um, Abu Dhabi. Tuesday, I've got it here. Tuesday night, they're giving God's eye to Mr. Nobody. Okay. And then that means that they say, at dawn, we're going to attack Deckard Shaw. So that means that by Wednesday, Wednesday, like morning. sort of 4 a.m. Oh, that's Wednesday the ambush. morning, that's the ambush. Yeah. So they, they uh, don't successfully execute the ambush. Wednesday a.m. Shaw winds up with God's eye. Mm-hmm. They're still in um, Abu Dhabi. And then where they, then they go back to America. So yes. then on Thursday. So we're looking at another kind of a day. Seven, eight hour flight. Plus they there, all got kind of fucked up. Like give them 36 hours at least. No. Rest it. no? They don't okay, rest. Okay, sweet. Well, okay. They have a sleep. On the plane, they get a little they sleep. They come back. When they're not talking about the value of family on the plane. Are we now on the second Thursday back in LA? Yeah. 
So we're we're like ten days in now, and you said ten at the start, but we're yeah. we're gonna we're gonna push it out over ten. I think yeah. we're gonna be wind up looking at about a fortnight. Yeah. So, the, so how, LA long, how long between arriving in LA and the drone flight? Oh, it's pretty much straight away. <laughs> yeah, I think so it's that night. <laughs> they arrive in LA in that morning. They look over the city and they're yeah. like, it's the city. You're right, because that's the daytime bit where they have the speech and then Letty gets her memory back um, when she gets uh, triggered with that beautiful shot that I think I mentioned in the last episode with LA sky, downtown yeah. skyline in the background and Letty so and Dom yeah. in the foreground. So you said, we're going Monday to Wednesday here. You said 10 days. We probably could have skipped this and just gone, you're about right, Tim. No, because it's then- important uh, it's no, no, then show on the, you're working. On the front, <laughs> so then they successfully- uh, take back Los Angeles and control of the world overnight. And oh, then, and then they go to the beach. And then on the this Friday, is Wednesday or Thursday night. This is Thursday night. And then they go to the beach. Yeah. So that's a, uh, and this is they're chilled out now. They're not taking the military jet. They're they're back on commercial. They're still taking. They're taking. Is the beach cars. in California or is it? Yeah, that looks it's coast to suggested. Me. It, it's not. Right. I thought they might be back in like on, in the, the Dominican Republic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you reckon? Nah. I to me, it always read because we've been to like we was we went to a lovely beach on the Pacific Coast Highway once. Yeah. Where was that? I it was in know. California somewhere. Oh, it was one right. of those. I, I guess it looked like that to me. It looked like you, the Pacific. You'll you'll learn this. So many fast movies um, end in a holiday. So <laughs> they fucking earn it, man. Yeah, yeah. Every so time I, just, I mean, it, fast fast date starts on a holiday in Cuba. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I just always imagined that poignant final scene was like somewhere in the in the. Um, no, because like if they're on a small island and then Dom's like, "I'm feeling emotional. I'm going to leave." <laughs> oh yeah, and then they're, then they're back but together. Like, they're the all airport. staying at the same place. That, yeah, like it doesn't work. <laughs> I really hey, at the breakfast buffet. Can <laughs> I just say can't this? make eye contact? <laughs> yeah, I, I really goodbye. I really enjoyed doing the math on that. That was really fun. That was really fun. I hope the listeners enjoyed it. <laughs> that was a problem. cool thing to figure out. <laughs> Listener, please. Listener, we've just got one. Oh, really? And they are staunch Republican. It'll be interesting to see how this year goes for them. Republican? Dominican Republic. Yeah. Well, it's just, and I don't know if there's a relationship. There probably is, and you can probably unpack it for us. But the way I've read it is Dom, when he realizes what's going on, and he needs to hide Mia and the family while Brian's yeah. coming back to the, the non-traditional family, which is the this Fast and the Furious family, uh, he sends Mia to the Dominican Republic and it comes up on screen as Dominican Republic, but it's impossible not to read it as the Domin Ican Republic. Republic. And my assumption is that Dom, due to his sort of limited intellectual understanding of, you know, geopolitics and also the world is like, it's my I, one. Whenever I need to, I've got a safe haven there in the <laughs> Dom and I can republic. So it's, it's a safe house. He sends anyone who he needs to keep safe there, and that's where they go. Just take it off. That's that note. Yeah. Yeah. All his globetrotting was based just on um, places that have similar names to him and him and the family. It's like, we're going to, we're going to Latvia. <laughs> <laughs> nice. For you, Latvia. <laughs> I'm now. He should have sent me to uh, Miami. Yeah, and they should be spending a lot more time in Rome. Am I right? Well, and at the Tej Mahal. Uh, just, yeah, just <laughs> and in Agra, like, India. And um, Tej Mahal. And Brian. <laughs> Brianstown? Where's Brianstown? I don't know. Somewhere though. Oh, there was a big event there. You thinking of, I know about that because of the Brian Jonestown. No, you're thinking of Jonestown. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking of the Brian Jonestown. And there's massacre. a band called the Brian Jonestown. There's a band massacre. named after the event. Yeah. Hey, how do I find this red carpet footage, guys? Oh, yeah. Uh, just go, I'll just go up, filter by like Look up F10 red carpet cocaine <laughs> Well way to spoil it um, There's a fantastic clip everybody Well while the, while you're doing that And w again without sort of you know While dancing around the particulars You went to the cinema to experience F10 How, F10. how excited were you? Really I was really excited I was, I was I'd been a busy boy And it was my first kind of day off In like a couple of months um, properly And I, I was really excited for it How long is it? Two hours twenty? 
Oh yeah, it's it's chunky. Yeah. It's chunky. I'm gonna say closer to two forty. Yeah, okay. Um They made the little mermaid reboot two hours twenty. Yeah, every movie's I don't know what when cinema is dying and you're trying to make as much money as possible off these things. Make it shorter. Get more screenings going. You charge the same amount per ticket. I don't know what the hell they're doing. 220 seems like they're trying, though, because we had an era of three-hour films, and I blame Peter Jackson for that, quite frankly, and it feels like we are pulling back away from that now. Mm, Some movies are getting... I don't hate a long movie. How long's Oppenheimer? That feels Uh, like it's it's going to be long. How long's Barbie? Two Uh, hours, 220. No, it's not. um, I've seen people today on social media celebrating... It's runtime. The differential in length between those two films. So I think Barbie's going to be a mercy. Uh, it's so funny the way that wait, wait, the wait, release dates so have been. Hold, it's like I, it's Oppenheimer versus Barbie, basically. Yeah. Everyone what knows it's both. You got to yeah, you got to you got to go both on the what, same day. What did you say? What was the last bit of what you said about Barbie versus Oppenheimer's duration? I bu- I've heard that Barbie is shorter. And I, when I say heard, I've I've like seen people go, oh my, OMG, the Barbie length. Like it's long? No, no. I think people are praising that oh. it's going to be a immersively short film. Maybe two Barbies per um, Fast X. I can't find this fucking clip. Oh. God, if it's been scrubbed, I'll be gutted. Why I will, I'll add cocaine and Why don't you keep it. asking Joseph about um, Fast X while I'll see if I can dig it up for you? Okay. Someone interview me. Um, Fast X, where did You're it... Excited. Now, you actually made a revelation, which I'm going to get you to repeat on the pod. You are a letterbox reviewer. You have an account? Oh, I've, I've actually I've been absent for about the last year, but I jumped back in to review back Fast in, X. And yeah. what did you give it, Joe? I gave it two stars. It's How many movies um, have you given two stars to, Joe? Not many, man. I think, I think I've hit my limit with this franchise. Fuck. And it did actually make me worry about coming back today to watch Seven, because I'm like, maybe I'm just over the whole thing. Yeah. Maybe I, it's time to... F- I think in my letterbox review, I said maybe it's time for me to find a new thing. Right. <laughs> like, like I've, I've based too much on my personality around I loving f- these films. I feel the same way. I um, feel like Guy and I need to find a new thing. But go on. Yeah. Um, but it just didn't... Didn't work. The looniness. Um, there's some things that, that work. Um, Jason Momoa is probably the most interesting villain they've had in a while. Cool. Just because he's so silly. And he's in a different movie, and it's fun to just watch him be silly in a different movie. Okay. Um, but none of the stakes, there's no stakes. You might just have to put the mic up to the yeah. thing because I forgot okay. to plug I'll the let, thing I'll, let you, I'll, I'll continue to listen to Joe. It actually brings me back to something that made this movie, Seven, I think, interesting. There are There's no stakes whatsoever. It, um, Fast X ends on this like stupid, unearned cliffhanger. Um was the beginning of the end of the fast side. Yeah, yeah, it's but it's build. like, oh, will, which is ultimately without without giving too many details, will Dom die right now in the second? It's like, no, yeah, <laughs> we yeah, know yeah. he won't. And I was saying to you guys during the screening, that's what kind of made Seven an incredible movie experience because when I saw it in the cinema, we knew this was Paul Walker's last movie. It, it you was, knew he'd passed. We knew he'd passed. This gave us this this interesting lens to watch the movie through. And we didn't know how they were going to deal with it. And I genuinely thought at multiple... I didn't know how much of the movie they'd shot without him. And there were multiple points throughout the film where I was like, is this where they're going to kill yeah. off Paul Walker? Everyone thought they'd kill off the character. Yeah. So like when he was running across that bus... Yeah. And that's like in the first third of the movie. Yeah, I was like, shit. That would have been, is this how they're going to do it? would have been a beautiful um, sense of euphoric relief and release when he successfully runs up, jumps onto the car and yeah, survives. Yeah, it the- was great. And it made that... Ending hit so hard because no one thought they were going to do that. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. you send, send you, you welled up today for the end. I'll get me. Look, it's 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 almost manipulative. Like it, it's not a real movie. Real movies don't 
see off a character who didn't die and then just show a montage of other movies yeah, like it's, yeah. it's like a slideshow at a but funeral well, but that's what I mean <laughs> it is. there's no but there's you guys were saying there's no world in which that context isn't uh, yeah, well, at what, least at worst peripherally what, available what, what, to the viewer what I was saying is that you guys said it doesn't make sense can you lean back just because you're going to be out of focus of the camera guy I'm Thank trying you. to make eye contact with I you I appreciate bro. you what I was saying because you guys said th- this movie has such an unearned ending to have like a character that's still alive like have this big montage if you divorce it from the context of the actor died but there's no person alive yeah. who sees this movie and like that's not they a just, context they just didn't exists. divorce it from there and I think that's great like, I think that's great they, too the other thing they could have done is finished it as scripted which is like whatever it was it would have just been they, I, I, like, they all high five at the end and then just he's not in the future I, nah like, I so far and away prefer that no, exactly I, I think so I, oh, right, okay. I remember um, I read something I think it was on Screen Rant I, I can't remember if I brought I must have brought it up on the podcast about like and it might have been this might have been retrofitted to to qualify the way it was ended but they were sort of framing it so that it was going to be a will he or won't he come back to the family um, just because he did like it was already inside of the script suggested that Paul Walker's character might uh, not feature say in the next film because he was being pulled away by the, the responsibilities of his, of his family life but like do you think when Vin Diesel when they're on that flight in the middle of this 11 day world saving bender <laughs> do you think when he says to Paul Walker uh, you know the most the most bravest thing I've seen you do is be a good man to me and stuff do you think that was written in the original script or do you think that's retrofitted to try and I reckon they beefed beefed up that stuff yeah. hard surely there is that lengthy phone call yeah with um with Mia. Brian and Mia where they're just talking about fatherhood and she's she's kind of way more teary yeah than now, he is I didn't realise but once you mentioned it that like they backfilled in a bunch of stuff to, to sort of beef up that tension I'm like oh yeah of course because I, I as I told you when we were watching I was like man what a um, crazy coincidence that they had this incredibly evocative and emotional storyline about him potentially li- being drawn out of the family to you know heir to his responsibilities and you're like yeah they <laughs> I, I think, think they it's a natural stuff in. but once you give the character a kid it's a natural arc to sure. take him through how is how is he going to balance being a father and does he find fatherhood more important than saving the world like, well do they explore that in Fast X with Dom because he's got a fucking kid <laughs> oh yeah no he gets his kid right in there <laughs> is little B helping out how is little B little B is a major character in Fast is he <laughs> is he <laughs> that must mean that a lot of time has passed between Fast 9 and Fast X there, not the traditional there is a, a huge <laughs> buddy buddy comedy um, comedy um pairing between Lil B and John Cena and it's stupid <laughs> oh got it because okay. that could be good well in the meantime please enjoy this tweet sorry from ha- but we don't get a direct answer roughly ballpark how old is Lil B in Fast X oh like 12 okay <laughs> what the fuck is going on fascinating I think that the I think he Jeez. I think he might have that disease that Robin Williams has in Jack yes I think uh, like the pregnancy came on either very late or very quickly, <laughs> and then he was born, and then all of a sudden he just exploded out of it. It's got it, a rare it, genetic disorder to explain tw- this plot hole. If yeah. he's 12, it does explain um, a way uh, it catches up to modern day, considering all these other movies are set in 2004. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but everyone else has been trapped in amber in terms of their look and yes. physicality. And, and, and it does explain um, how they can be friends with um, Cypher now. <laughs> And now, <laughs> enough time has passed. live from the red carpet of Fast 10 in Rome, with the caption, Jesus, they're coked out of their fucking gourds, or gourds, <laughs> at Pugmane, M-A-N-E, please enjoy 
Vin Diesel and Tyrese Gibson. Fast 10. Is this going to be the biggest and best one yet? It's going to be the biggest and best one yet. And in in so many ways, it's going to be the biggest and best one yet. In some ways, it's just the fact that we're continuing. In some ways, the fact that we're continuing a saga and we have incredible talent like Tyrese Gibson that live and breathe the role of Roman. And because of Roman, we decided to do our premiere alone. Get it? Rome, Roman. Wait, wait. It's all because of Roman beers. We're going to go to Rome. I got an idea. I got an idea. Let's do the world premiere at Roman. Rome. Roman. See what happens when they get together? Decisions being made in rooms that I'm not in. Give me a hug, man. I love you, man. I love you. I love you, man. They're brothers. I love you. That's all you need to know. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Well, we're all part of the same miracle. We're all part of the same miracle. We're heading to Rome. All part of the same miracle. Man, legalize all drugs. <laughs> the first comment underneath this, don't accuse Vin. <laughs> <laughs> but like, because I, I, when I watched that, I assumed they were both on MDMA, but I think Tyrese is on MDMA and Vin's on Coke. And I applaud both of them. They've earned it. They've got the weight of the what, big old franchise on their shoulders, especially Vin. Whatever Tyrese is on looks quality. What yeah. you do not hear in that video is him in the background waving his arms through time and space as though he can literally feel the particles. God damn. <laughs> He's also like literally draped around Vin Diesel hugging him for the first 20 That's seconds. That's so nice. It is nice. Just dudes hanging out a, a little bit chemically enhanced, just like celebrating a success, having a wonderful time together. I'm here for it in a big way. Why wouldn't you I be? think it's really cool. And I hope no one gets in trouble for it. <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting in trouble for that. No, I hope not. It's a, it's a, all of, well, ho- apart from like getting the illegal drug to you, it's, it's, um, all of Hollywood is on Coke the whole time. And it's something we don't <laughs> talk about enough. When we talk about crazy celebrities, like every time right, any man. celebrity does something crazy in the news, it's like they're all yeah, they were on cocaine. Right. Like cocaine is prevalent enough in like small shitty versions of the industry that you know yeah. like that that we see. Yeah, <laughs> like how much must they have when they have infinite money exactly. and connections? Like yeah, every time obviously the guy has like mental health problems as well, but like every time you see. Kanye West like do his crazy thing they're like wow this guy's nuts like this guy's on a lot of cocaine (laughs) (laughs) all the time yeah Yeah. and that's I find that frustrating because it's like you know all the wrong people get in trouble for it and then there's all these other people who are just like on it all the time scot free no problem yeah and that's why it's important for us to celebrate drugs because you know if it's good for the goose it's good for the gander so legalize everything is um, that you Tim Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. 
With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's my shining light. Okay. It is Mr. Nobody portrayed by the legendary Kurt Russell when he first meets Dominic Toretto, who has been taking on the state single-handedly. Can I just say, they, they call him Kurt Russell, but I think he's got quite an easygoing manner. <laughs> Thanks, mate. It is with a K, but... I, I was going. about eight seconds after that being a worthy contribution, but I had to get it out. Hey, you want to know something? It was funny. And I enjoyed it. <laughs> Back yourself. That's so nice. So, um... Dom and Mr. Nobody have met for the first time because uh, Mr. Nobody's men have just parachuted in to actually save Dom's ass because he's about to get killed yeah. by Stace because Stace pulls out a gun at a you night You want fight. evidence that Dominic Toretto isn't sleeping on those flights between countries? The fact that his battle strategy when he comes across Jason Statham is to drive his car at full speed <laughs> directly. That was State's the- plan too, though. <laughs> yeah. Dick and Short did the exact These same thing. two guys yeah. that know how to fight. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> true. So anyway, uh, all of this craziness happens. Dick and Short runs away in the chaos, and uh, Dom doesn't know who these fucking guys are, so he like kind of takes out a couple guys real quick, smart, grabs another as a hostage because there's a lot of guns floating around of people he doesn't know. And uh, and 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 then Mister Nobody comes out, cool as all hell, with sunglasses on, in a subterranean environment with no <laughs> natural light, and says, "Hey, Dom, uh, think you can let my guy go? He's he's beginning to turn a little blue." Ah, and it's just yeah. like the the cadence, the delivery, the confidence, the swagger, the Kurt Russellness of they the should, delivery. They should call him Willie Loman because that man can sell anything. <laughs> I don't know who Willie Loman is. He's, he's the, the salesman from. He's one of the, the great uh, American tragic Oh, from figures Death of a Salesman. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. wow. I've seen that live, and I didn't even click right. to that. Circuit Theatre. Um, I think I saw it overseas somewhere. Oh, okay. Because I'm a cultured man yeah, yeah. who wow. remembers nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You haven't seen Death of a Salesman until you've seen it mounted in Hobart, Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that rocked. Um, shining light from you. Wow, it's a shame to say goodbye to this movie. I'm very excited for the next chapter in our journey, but there are there were two shining lights. Um, one of them I said out loud to you guys. I can't actually remember exactly oh, what the shit. moment was, but the I other one I wrote down, which is Vin Diesel's line when he's talking to that young Texan boy uh, in Tokyo in a, 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 a part of the space Lucas time Black. continuum. I don't understand. But he says, what are you going to do when you find the guy who did this? And Vin Diesel says, Words ain't even been invented yet. And I just think, I think they have. I just think maybe you don't know them. <laughs> I think maybe you don't have access to the words yet. I, was like, just, I don't think, like, I think whatever you do, no matter how creative, 
There was a way to articulate be, be, Yeah, you'll yeah. be able to describe yeah. that And that. what does he do to him? Sends him to prison. <laughs> <laughs> An incredibly orthodox way of dealing with a criminal. The word jail doesn't quite encompass where I want to put this man. <laughs> I want to put him in a room with bars. <laughs> And there ain't no word for that. (laughs) I know there is one spelling that begins with a G, but that doesn't please me. (laughs) I want a new modernized spelling (laughs) of that word. With a J, so it's worth more in Scrabble. Speaking of J's, Joseph Moore, do you have a shining light? Shining light, um, I think um, uh, it's... And I should be reminded of what I think is the best butt movie uh, in the franchise. Oh, this is uh, the best butt woman? Yes, just like not to be... One li- of the funniest things not to be from like this th- season, I, I, I'm i sorry to interrupt, yeah. was you <laughs> saying butt woman and Guy saying, we just call them women now, Joe. <laughs> 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 I'm fucking like... That was Have so I talked good. about the butts before? <laughs> a little bit. Oh, fuck, I'm no, sorry. No, 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 I, I, I sound like a real creep. No, no, no. no coming no, on talking about no, the butts. You, no, because we don't know sort of the like... Uh, cultural pillar that they occupy within this franchise, yeah, no, and the, you are well versed in the butt woman. And this is so, like, series. and not to be, you know, not to be uh, creepazoid, but they're just they're like they they're prominent butts. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, oh. I've noticed them a lot more since you pointed them out. This movie, the butts are on. I and also because I feel like they might that be John Cena's introduction introduced a little bit of a butt gentleman for the. For well, the I, I wonder if they've you know they've turned the volume down on the butts as as uh as society has, has perhaps We haven't seen forward. Fast X. Yes, abs- absolutely. No, I, I can't remember too prominent a button in Fast X. Um, yeah, so just great great to be, great to see the butts. Um, is that your shining light though? No, my shining light. Because that is a creep thing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 I just wanted to shout out the butts. Okay. Um, and, and <laughs> the butt women, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the um, uh, Those butt women better get, get, get up in the stirrups. <laughs> <laughs> Find out some, of those babies but, up yeah, <laughs> some of those butt women are about to become butt moms. Fuck. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Um, <laughs> Do you think the baby's growing in the butt? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why they're so big. <laughs> um, the shining light. One, one cheek's got the skull pressed up against it, and the other one's got the baby's Someone butt. Someone get up these butt women to a gynecologist. <laughs> I think they might be a little pregnant. <laughs> the um, the the. The highlight for me was is the music choice during the pipe and wrench fight. Um, oh, the classical. Oh yeah, the O'Fortuna. Um, I think, I think diet. Yeah, this the 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 score. I think it's Brian Tyler or, or, or someone of his ilk. Um, it's it's kind of it's fine. It's it's not too flashy. The whole movie. It's kind of pulsing strings yeah. with kind of uh, some electronica beats. Dun, just synthy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there, just for a moment, they have a full choir. Yeah. Um, as two guys probably do one of the least epic things in the film, which it's, is whack each other with pipes. Oh. Um, like it's shot epic, but like in terms yeah, of the content. Okay. You know, I've just, yeah. I've just remembered my other shining light. I have to say it quickly before we continue talking about the wrench fight. It's the shot of Brian. It's when Brian's fighting the guy whose name you know. No, it's his, his parkour. His parkour. Oh, it's Tony, Tony Jar, is it? Yeah, and there's a, a shot of Brian at the bottom of a stairwell, and the camera does this sort of like almost anime style zoom out, where it's like you it's see the crash zoom it, out, and it comes out, and you see that he's at the bottom of the stairwell, and it's I, I haven't spoken about, it, but I really like it. It's a real but, comedy camera move to do the crash zoom. I think the but thing, usually you go in rather than out. The thing with the wrenches that makes it interesting is that they've shown that they can do anything. And yeah. then it's like Jason Statham's basically married to explosive devices in this movie, and then in his most like important, significant fight. But this is the whole. That's why that 
fight worked so well because in the first one he pulled out a gun effectively a knife fight and this time he has come to respect Dom Toretto as an equal and will fight him on his terms. There you go. This is the growth. So maybe it doesn't. Decade short. Whether or not it earns the musical cue, the musical cue enhances. Just, just comes out of nowhere and I love it. It is really good and noticeable and I always thought it was a bona fide classical piece. It is. Like that it, is maybe, that it maybe is. It's definitely it was Bach the, or something. It's definitely maybe a, a kind of a moment in the franchise where the franchise knows that it's on a par with like Marvel or whatever. Yeah, like this is a cultural yes. moment. This isn't just the kind of cool, fun um, yeah. car chase series. Like yeah. this is this is a life or death thing. Yeah, where yeah. We, this yeah. is demigods fighting yeah, for the yeah, fate of good versus absolutely. evil. Because uh, you know. They are they are superheroes essentially. They're yeah, car superheroes. At this point, they are. When and do you think that happened, Joe? In the franchise, that they became superheroes or superhuman? Seven, seven is when they kind of. Six is when they defied death, probably. Too hard. Too hard. Okay. Um, and seven is when they kind of become invincible. Jason right. Statham gets crushed by a car park building and then yeah. shows up one month later in <laughs> F8. <right. laughs> and The Rock says, well, somebody tell me why this tea drinking, crumpet eating some <laughs> bitch is doing in my movie. I think we should all improvise a line of dialogue that The Rock might yes. say in a Fast and the yes. Furious okay, universe right. and then we'll get out of here. I think he'd say something like this. Somebody, please explain to me what all of these people are. Oh, actually, I've, I've lost confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we need to do the um, um, the voice. Who um, we need to pick, and we can't. This is on us to be sensitive. We need to pick a culture that the person he doesn't like is from. Yeah, very good. Yeah, okay. What? So, <laughs> so he says this. It says, "Someone explain to me why this kangaroo bouncing, koala munching, eucalyptus gum motherfuckers <laughs> doing in my country." The bar's too high, guy. Oh, okay, well, give, give, give me a culture. Preferably white. Scottish. <laughs> Scottish, right. Well, can someone get a pig over here and take the the liver outside of the pig and fill it with some meat and notes? Because I got a haggis eating some bitch right in front of me. <laughs> Do Canada Tim. I don't know why this maple leaf, <laughs> yeah, weed yeah. smoking, <laughs> sorry, uttering some bitch is in my face. That's right. There we go. You better take that Canadian wristwatch off your hand and put it inside of a pawn shop before I pull it out. Shove it so far up your ass it comes out your mouth and you can't do nothing but tell the time anymore. Because I also put your eyes in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you got watches for eyes and eyes for teeth, boy. Well, By the time I'm finished with you. Consider this our um, audition tape to do Punch Up on Fast X Part 2. Yeah. As a trio. They will because The Rock's back. The rock. I, I hear they've buried the feud. I hear The Rock's going to be in F11. Amazing. Yeah, it is a big, it is a big review. Flevin. Is that what they're calling it? <laughs> Flevinth Heaven. <laughs> All right, everybody. May as well. Uh, bye. Thanks for listening. And if you don't already, support us on the Substack. Yeah. For f- just five yeah. US dollars a month, you get to see video. You and can see what um, Joseph Moore was wearing. Yeah. Black. Yeah, black. And you black. get to see what I was wearing. A red hoodie. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> but you don't know what kind of hat Guy's wearing today. Yeah. You could guess. Um, it's it's a cap. Okay, see you later. Does we done yet? Yeah.